0: Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Scott Hey Is that a younger product? It's to be. Jeff. The Queen. Rise to the top. for oh, yeah. And you're listening to... All of the great action figures from our good friends at Hasbro. The Fully Postable. Have your own WrestleMania with all your favorite figures. Wrestling figure. Made sold separately from LJN. Podcast. And we are the Mount Rushmore
1: of professional wrestling. Hey, welcome to episode 243 of the Fully Posable Wrestling Figure Podcast, longest running episodic wrestling figure podcast going today. Sitting alongside next to me is my real-life brother, not storyline brother, Scott. Scott, say hello. Hello. Scott, what's going on, man? Jeff,
0: it's another beautiful day here in Tracy, California. You look outside, it's a beautiful shade of yellowish orange in the sky. Lots of fires out this way. Our hearts go out to the families affected, really hoping there's way fewer fatalities than what they're thinking right now. It's just, it's it's a really, really bad scene with all the fires going on. So we're praying for the best for all those families affected Really weird scene outside, though. You wake up every day, and it's just dark. And it was really, really hot last weekend, and that has really gone away. There's, like, a breeze blowing now to where it's dropped from, like, 112 out here all the way down to, like, 85. It's a really, really weird shift. Weird colors in the sky all times of the day. So it's just very... Different outside. A lot of people are saying it's the apocalypse. A lot of people are saying that it looks like Blade Runner outside, especially in your neck of the woods, Jeff, where the sky was literally orange.
1: Uh, dude, you looked out at 12 p.m. Right, when you say look out, I was looking outside my office window and it was orange. Yeah. I mean, there's no other way to put it. I've never seen anything like this before. I mean, like you said, everybody's saying it's the apocalypse and blah, 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 but legit, dude. This is like some freaky stuff. You look out and it's orange. You can't describe what you're seeing out here because you're like, oh, yeah, you'd see this in a movie. Well, yes, now we're seeing it in real life and it's just a whole different ballgame out here. It's just ridiculous, dude. You know, like you said, our hearts go out to the people affected by all the fires, all the fires on the West Coast, not even just in California, but all along the West coast in Oregon and Washington. You're just, your hearts break for them.
0: Yeah. God bless those families affected the firefighters that are out there on the ground, the, the planes flying over, dropping the stuff on there. Our hearts go out to all of you guys stay safe. It's, it's definitely scary, but I do have Jeff kind of the touch on what we talked about last week. Radical skedaddle coursing through the veins this week, powering your brother through this show. Oh. First time
1: I've had it, Jeff. Oh, okay. So you agree that it's the nastiest shit you've ever tried.
0: Well, let me say this. I think I fall more on the side of Breaker and Bane than I do on yours. So you're you're still on an island, dude.
1: You don't you don't you're just trying to
0: suck up to Breaker
1: and Bane. They're great guys.
0: <laughs> but you're trying to suck up to them. <laughs>
1: You got their tank top on right now, third week in a row. I don't think you've taken it off.
0: Uh, No, I haven't. As I said last week, it's
1: now officially fused to my body. (laughs) It's painted on like the t-shirt series from Mattel. Yes.
0: I've got like four tank tops that I revolve through during the course of a week. Four or five different tank tops. And it just so happens that this one always seems to fall on Thursday. (laughs) This has become like my official podcasting tank top. The G.I. Joe Breaker and Bane inspired design.
1: But as I was saying, you're trying to suck up to him. Hey guys, I like Radical Skedaddle too. Here's my balloons. Yay. <laughs> balloons. We got balloons. Yeah, you got balloons, balloons and Radical Skedaddle. It's what you bring Breaker and Bane all the time.
0: Actually, the way I look at it is I open up the can and balloons fly out because it's so good.
1: Okay. So tell me what your false review is of, of this nastiness that is known as Radical Skedaddle.
0: Well, my very real review is I really enjoy it. It's, You know what? It kind of reminds me of the unicorn flavor a little bit, but I like this one more. I I don't know why. I'm always more partial to, I think, the sweeter flavors, and this one definitely falls into that category for me, but I really enjoy it. I don't know that it's necessarily going to be a go-to, Jeff, but I, I can definitely see it falling into the rotation. I'm very, very anxious to try the strawberry flavor. I do want to get that one down the gullet, see how that one goes, because I've heard really good things about that one too. But I would like to thank you, not only for supplying me with an XLR cable that caused a few issues last week, but in addition to that, for supplying me with Radical Skedaddle. We've got, I think, six, seven cans left, something like that. So I will make sure that we put them to good use, and I will enjoy every single – can. well, Shannon and I will enjoy – Every single can that you gave us. So thank you for that. So
1: what does Shannon think of it?
0: She loves it. But here, but here's the thing is that Shannon isn't really picky with bang flavors. Like, she likes all of it. I don't think that there's one... Like, she likes pina colada. She likes cotton candy. I think... I, I don't know that she's had root beer. But if she did, I'm sure she'd like it. Which, okay. If you like root beer and cotton candy you'll drink any flavor bang. Like you're not even picky anymore. You just want energy. So she doesn't really care about the flavors too much, but she really seems to enjoy radical skedaddle too. Well, I'm going to see you on Saturday, which the day this drops would be yesterday. We are going to be delivering dad, the chair that the listeners and some of the listeners from the Chick Foley show contributed to that will be delivered Saturday. We'll have video up. You guys can check that out. But with that said, Jeff, Jeff, I think that Celeste and Shannon and I should all be drinking Radical Skedaddles, and you can just give us
1: the stink eye the entire day. Celeste will not enjoy that with you because it has fake sugar, and for some reason, fake sugar or fake whatever chemical is in bangs would mess with her. Sad. Uh, Yeah, because I've tried getting her to drink a bang or whatever energy drink I'm trying, and she's like, nope, got fake sugar, can't have it.
0: Oh, that sucks. Okay. Well, Shannon and I'll bring our radical skedaddles and you can give us the stink eye.
1: <laughs> I do want to thank at I, I big J. He actually had a few extra strawberry bangs for us that he's sending our way. So I am looking forward to that one. Strawberry flavor, bring it on. I'm all for this. It was that, was it like a U S troops one or special for the troops?
0: yes, like it was almost like a military exclusive. So I was thinking we were never going to get our hands on it. And then you had told me that we were going to get some. I'm like, oh, dude, this is fantastic news. So, yeah, huge, huge thanks.
1: Yeah. Thank you so much, uh, JB on Twitter. But at, I, I big J. Th- so thank you. Can't wait to try this one, man. I can't wait to get this one down the goal. I love strawberry. Uh, I know it's going to be better than Rattel Cascadaddle because you know what's better than Radical Cascadaddle. That'd be everything, Scott. <laughs> False. False. <laughs> You're spreading lies. Knock it off. <laughs> Let's move on with the show. Anybody can get any of our shirts from Pro Wrestling Tees or WhatAmaneuver.net. You can follow us on Twitter, YouTube, Snapchat, and the Book of Faces at Fully Posable. Instagram Fully Posable WFP. Have you guys checked out Fully Posable Well, you should because we have a great interview with Matthew Goldberg up there. Our shows are up there. You can click on links, go right over to our shirt page. Great, great website. We're going to have our next Creators Corner guest on. We're doing up the questions. We're going to email them over to him. And there is more in the pipeline. We're going to have our own creative writing section, Scott. A gentleman actually reached out to us this past weekend and said he likes to write about things that he's passionate about. So we're going to have that coming up pretty, pretty soon. Yep one stop shop for all things fully posable. Absolutely. So that's fullyposablepodcast.com. But if you want to listen to any of our past episodes going all the way back to episode 1, why don't you go on Podbean search fully posable. You can also find us on Stitcher, iTunes, iHeartRadio and Spotify. Please rate and review on iTunes like this one Scott comes in from Jonathan Fallen AF. Gave a sweet 5 stars. He says listener since day And since I was five stars, I'm going to say that dot, dot, dot meant one. One. Yes. Yes. He says, non-storyline brothers take you on a journey of nostalgia and collecting memories of pro wrestling action figures. Not only are they knowledgeable, these two connect you to your past and the feeling of what these toys may have meant to you. I've been listening since day two-ish. Oh, it's day two. (laughs) We were close. We were very close. And because of them, I've reclaimed a lot of vintage memories. Too many, in fact. LJN guy here, and because of the brothers, I'm now engulfed by Hasbro's. I'm happy, but my wallet is not. <laughs> I do my own podcast on all figure collecting and figure photography hoodcast AF. Check them out, guys. Thanks for the shout-out. Hashtag onefig community. Thank you, Jonathan. That means a lot.
0: Thank you, Jonathan. And that I got to tell you, dude, every time we get a review like that, or a letter like that, it just, it warms the heart. Like to be able to reconnect people with their love of the toys that they had growing up, be it whatever toy line, Star Wars, mask, wrestling, GI Joe, you name it, whatever that love might be, it, it reignites that love when you listen to this show, I think. And taking you back to those memories, it's like to kind of play a, a played out phrase here, I guess would be chicken soup for the soul. It makes you feel good. It takes you back to happier times. So with us being able to share our love of these figures with all of you, and then to see some of you going out and either rebuying LJNs or getting into another line like Remco's or Hasbro's that you may not have had as kids, or just to reconnect you with those great memories of Christmases past, or just chilling out on a Saturday, watching wrestling on TV and playing with your figures Man, I'm happy to contribute to that because I know when I go look at old pictures of of Jeff and I growing up collecting these toys or playing with these toys, or even when I see him on Facebook pages or in Twitter posts, it just it warms my heart, dude. It takes me back to a happier place. So I'm glad that we could do that for Jonathan and a lot of the other listeners. Those those are the home run stories for me, dude, for sure.
1: Star Wars had a toy line?
0: It, you may have heard about it. it. It was just, it was a fleeting thing. It, it oh. went by super
1: quick, yeah. Oh, yeah. Probably put out by Kenner or something, huh? Who? <laughs> Jonathan, thank you very much for taking the time to write that, man. That means a lot. check out Hoodcast AF. Thank you very much again, Jonathan. You can send us any audio questions, questions, or anything else at all to fully posable WFP at gmail.com. Scott, why don't you hit up our buddies from FOCO?
0: Yes, sir. Jeff. Yes. Do you want to prove you're the undisputed world heavyweight champion of WWE fandom? Of course you do. And Foco.com is here to help with Foco's WWE bobbleheads. You can visit suplex city with Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman, let in the fiend Bray Wyatt and break some glass with stone cold Steve Austin. Foco's line of WWE bobbleheads includes all your favorite superstars and legends from then now and forever, including Becky Lynch, the rock Rick Flair, John Cena, Seth Rollins, AJ Styles, Ronda Rousey, Andre the Giant, and more. These bobbleheads from FOCO are handcrafted and hand-painted to depict the biggest names in sports entertainment, making them must-haves for fans and collectors alike. Don't miss out on these awesome collectibles. Head to FOCO.com now. That's FOCO.com, F-O-C-O.com, where at checkout, load up your cart, enter code WFP10, Save yourself a sweet
1: 10%. Foco.com, WFP10 saves you 10%. And they're running out of bobbleheads over there really quick on the WWE line. There's a lot that have been are out of stock.
0: Uh, yeah, we did a stock check a couple weeks back on who was left, Jeff. And as I mentioned at the time, I don't know if they're going to come back in stock. But they're quickly becoming one of those collectibles that when you see them pop up for pre-order... I highly suggest jumping on and getting them because they do disappear rather quick. And again, I don't know if they're coming back. So you see them up for pre-order, jump on them. And don't forget code WFP10, save 10%. Scott, did you do any toy spotting? I did, Jeff. I did do some toy spotting. And then I received a very curious email from the company that I did my toy spotting with. So I saw your Twitter post that a lot of other people retweeted and they were also posting the same thing. Ultimate Editions Wave 7, up for pre-order on Entertainment Earth for the 2 sweet price of $43.99. And this was going to include, obviously, the NWO Hogan and the Fiend Bray Wyatt. For $43.99, Entertainment Earth, you got it. Here's my pre-order. Way, way happy with that. So I'm sitting on cloud nine, dude. I'm happy as a clam. I opened up my email the other day. And wouldn't you know, it's from Entertainment Earth, telling me that, oops, we didn't mean to post those figures, the set for $43.99. The real price is, I don't remember what it was, that was like $66 or something like that. So essentially, now you've upped me like $22. When originally I was paying $44, now I'm at like $66. That's not okay. Is that my fault? No, I don't think so. No, I, I don't think so. I was going on to a pre-order off of a great deal on Entertainment Earth. So your price screw up is my fault. Let's look at it this way. We go to Target. We buy an elite figure. Target has accidentally marked that elite figure at 1199. You buy it, you walk out the door, the transaction's over. Two weeks later, Target realizes, oh, crap, guy, you walked out of our store with an $1,199 Elite. That was supposed to be $19.99. We're just going to change your credit card bill to reflect that extra $8 charge. That's essentially what Entertainment Earth has done here. They ran out the door and let you know, oh, we're going to put that extra money on our pricing screw-up on your card. I, I didn't approve that at all. That didn't come from me. So now I'm left with quite a dilemma because I don't know if I'm going to cancel my order because I'm so pissed at Entertainment Earth for doing that and not trying to make it right in any way, shape, or form. Uh, But the other side of the coin is I was buying both of them anyway, right? But with the new price and shipping, I think it's a little bit of a, a high price there. So I'm really, really tempted to cancel the order. I just need to know that Amazon is going to get them at some point. Or that I can get them somewhere else for less than what Entertainment Earth is charging. But I got to tell you, dude, I am super pissed at Entertainment Earth for not trying to make this right with people. You told me before the show started, because we kind of had a quick conversation about this, that if you call and complain or you hit them up and complain, they will offer you free shipping, which I think saves like 10 or $11. And that's cool. But that's not the $22 price change. So I'm... I'm just really, really soured on this whole thing, and I'm really leaning towards canceling my order.
1: I don't blame you one bit for canceling. That was ridiculous, dude. I mean, I was it's infuriating. I mean, like, w- why are we paying an extra 22 bucks for your mess-up?
0: Yeah, it wasn't our fault, but yet We're- somehow you can go back and charge us the extra money that you screwed up on? That doesn't seem right to me.
1: No, it's not right. You're 100% correct. I think I'm going to just keep my pre-order and just eat it i'm gonna i may call and complain or send an email and see if i can get the free shipping too
0: yeah i think i'm gonna try to do that as well
1: yeah hopefully they don't listen to the show <laughs> so they're like oh they want to keep their pre-order anyways you know that type of thing but
0: well look you and i wouldn't try to sway people's opinions one way or the other we're not going to sit here and tell people to do anything
1: yes we are that's why we've been doing a show for 243 <laughs>
0: I would rather people go invest in the older figures. But anyway, that's that's neither here nor there. I, w- I wouldn't tell people to cancel or keep. That's I'm just going to tell you guys what I would do. That's not my place to tell you what to do. But going by what I was seeing on social media, a lot of people were pissed off at what Entertainment Earth did here without even trying to make it right. The free shipping thing aside, why should we have to get a hold of you guys to make it right with free shipping? You should just offer free shipping for the people that put their pre-orders in that didn't allow you to take money out of our account after the fact. That's what really pisses me off. So, I'm still on the fence, dude. I I really want to cancel and that's kind of which way I'm leaning right now, but now that you're mentioning it, you know, we've got to see who else is going to carry UE7. So, I don't know. I I've got to just kind of let my anger subside a little bit at this whole thing and then see where I lay after or see where I rest after that.
1: So, have you still seen any GI Joes at Target? No. Dude, neither have I. No, and you know what? Numbers across the board on Pop Finder are zero. Right. I don't even believe that Cobra Island even hit targets around here because I have (laughs) looked for those, man. I cannot find anything. In fact, I was talking to my buddy Norm out here, and he goes, man, this is one of the driest spells in the Bay Area I've ever seen. He goes, I can't find G.I. Joe's, Marvel, wrestling figures. He goes, I can't find anything out here. And I was yeah. like, dude, I actually am noticing that because like sometimes I'll f- at least find one figure that I may not that's outside of AJ, you know, that I may. Oh, yeah, I may get this. I may not get this, you know, something like that. Yeah. But, dude, there's not even anything out here. I mean, the pegs are stocked with AJ Styles, but there's nothing. G.I. Joe, there's plenty of Transformers. I will say that. But wrestling figures, G.I. Joe, nothing out here, man.
0: Yeah, no, it's bone dry out here, too. And believe me, I'm on Pop Finder every single day with that line. And it's not changing. That number is not shifting off a of zero. So, you know, now we have to put up that signal up to the Fig Life. Hey, guys, looking for Cobra Troopers. Need help?
1: <laughs> Dude, it's kind of funny. Celeste went to uh, Target today. And she was able to find Viscera for me. So she picked up Viscera from Elite 77. Sweet. So Celeste was able to find viscera that was the last one i needed from elite 77 for some reason i was having a tough time finding them out here i find rude not the chase but i would find rude i'd find elizabeth but for some reason i couldn't find viscera um oh and i'd find the fiend as well but anyway celeste was able to pick up viscera but the funny thing was is she's looking on the pegs and she goes man there's a lot of aj styles out here and i was like okay here's what you gotta do you gotta (laughs) buy you gotta buy all of them you gotta drive three hours east to nevada yes grab some lunch, drop them all off at another Target in Nevada, and then come back and we'll hope those numbers change. I'm just yeah.
0: joking. <laughs> yes, exactly.
1: <laughs> I, I'm just kidding. I did. Soda it. would be so proud. <laughs> but she uh, she goes, man, there's a lot of AJ Styles on the pegs, and it's true. I mean, uh, and on top of that, the AJ Styles from Elite 77, that forehead on it, man, that forehead is huge. So Yeah, it's,
0: yeah you could almost show a movie on it. That's quite <laughs> a forehead on that figure.
1: Yeah, but I'm hoping that this may be kind of a wake-up call that, okay, maybe we do need to slow down on some AJ Styles.
0: For sure. Yeah, we've been flooded for the better part of two years, it seems, so are we over it now? Hopefully.
1: Which I never thought I would ever catch myself saying back in the TNA days, like, there can never be too many AJ Styles. Mattel's like, hold my beer. Yeah, yeah. Twenty twenty happens. I'm like, oh my god, another AJ Styles. Yeah,
0: <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
1: also, I got a care package with Baroness from the GI Joe. Very nice. Beachhead, two superstar Billy Grams. One is for you. Thank you. And you have a Baroness three and three quarter figure coming to you. So yeah, that'll round you- out my retros yep exactly so yeah dude um that care package r- really made the week dude i mean just having the baroness the baroness is fantastic along with the motorcycle i'm not popping it open but i mean the motorcycle looks cool from outside looking in but yeah dude i'm happy i got the baroness beachhead i got still have another care package coming so i'm excited dude yep lots of love from the fig life absolutely Scott, that rounds out the toy spotting. We got to get to the little bit of news we have? A bit. So, what do you say we jump into it?
0: Let's talk about it. Oh, you're going to learn today.
1: Scott, before we get in the news, why don't you talk about our buddies over at Manscaped?
0: Yes, guys, head over to manscaped.com where you can load up your cart with a bunch of different deodorants and lotions and powders, not to mention their grooming kits like the Lawn Mower, the Weed Whacker, and the Shears. Keep yourself cleaned up, groomed up, keep yourself smelling nice. Manscaped.com. When you get to check out, use code WFP20. Save yourself 20% and get free shipping on your order. Again, that's Manscaped.com. Use code WFP20 at checkout for 20% off and free shipping.
1: They've also got the foot duster, the nail trimmer. They got a lot of good stuff over there at manscaped.com for the guys that are ready to jump back into the dating game. Now that quarantine is lifting WFP20 over at manscaped.com. Scott, what do you have for other toy news?
0: Yes, Jeff Hasbro has announced that they are going to do a pre-Hasbro PulseCon for the ordering on their exclusives. And this would include Star Wars, G.I. Joe, Transformers, pretty much any of their properties that were going to have an exclusive figure. Which, for the G.I. Joe line, will be that Cobra Commander that looks pretty sweet in the packaging. You are going to be able to log on on the 23rd if you are a Pulse Premium member at 12 p.m. Eastern. And get your orders in. Of course, they are limiting quantities, which good on Hasbro for that because we know how out of control that can get. Then if you are not a premium Pulse member, you are able to log in on the 24th, same time, 12 p.m. Eastern, and load up on all of the exclusives. Again, quantity limits are going to be in place, which is good for us that are not premium members. Us Scrubs can get on on the 24th, get our pre-orders in, which of course I'll be jumping on to get that Cobra Commander. But again, 23rd 12 p.m. Eastern for premium Pulse members. 24th, 12 p.m. Eastern for non-premium Pulse members. So you want to jump on, get your orders in for that. And Jeff, kind of the last bit of G.I. Joe news or talk this week. There is a rumor going around. I don't know if it's true or not. It seems to be true that the Cobra missions set that is exclusive to Target right now, which we've been talking about it every week, Baroness, Cobra Trooper, beachhead and roadblock has been discontinued. So to go with your theory of it being a unicorn that it never actually happened in the stores. Well, (laughs) it looks like that's about to come true because it appears that the line has been discontinued without many a fan, even seeing one
1: figure on the pegs. I've never seen one GI Joe figure on a target peg. I did see, oh, who was it? Uh, Was a roadblock on a Walmart peg one time. But as far as targets, dude, I've never seen one figure.
0: Yeah, that's why it's just so much safer that when you see these things go live on a pre-order, just put your pre-order in. I'm still waiting on Hasbro Pulse because I've got the Series 2 in on pre-order. And they have been since, I think, like May or June. Uh, So I'm waiting on those still. A lot of people are finding them in the stores. But I'm just waiting on my pre-orders. I'm in no rush. I know I'm good. So uh, it's going to be really hard to find these things at retail. So if they pop up on pre-order, I highly suggest getting on and buying them.
1: So do you think that they're going to have any exclusives or? Well,
0: the Cobra commander for sure.
1: That one is for sure.
0: Yeah. And the special packaging, the snake ton cape and everything that easy purchase for me, that's a no doubter. And it really sucks that it's already the third Cobra commander in the series. And we're not even a year old yet, but whatever. I'm not going to complain about GI Joe figures. My hope is that Hasbro can really look at this thing and say, okay, the demand clearly is there. The nostalgia is clearly there. So let's keep pumping product out. Let's get the numbers up. Let's not make these things so scarce at retail that people are like fighting themselves in the aisle and cursing scalpers' names. Let's make these things easier to find. Let's up the volume. That's my hope. I don't care about the value of these things. I just want to collect them because I love the line. Right. Same for me with wrestling figures. I'm not in this for the resale. I'm in it because I love wrestling figures. So my hope is that Hasbro sees the demand and ups the quantities to go accordingly. And of course, there are a ton of names that I want to see. Zartan, who is rumored for Series 3, is absolutely one of those. But my hopes is that in this Hasbro PulseCon coming up next month or later at the end of this month, my hope is that they do address that. I also heard another rumor, again, I don't know how substantiated this is, it was somebody on Facebook saying it, that Hasbro is pretty pissed at Target for how they handled the Cobra series, or the Cobra Mission series. They should and be. 100% agree. I've lambasted them myself. But there is rumor going around that Hasbro's pretty, pretty pissed off at Target for how they handled it, and the slap on the wrist is no exclusives indefinitely. So we'll see what happens on that. Again, hopefully that's addressed later in the month at Hasbro PulseCon.
1: Mattel, take note. I know you guys always follow what Hasbro does, just like Hasbro always follows what Mattel does. So <laughs> It's
0: a vicious merry-go-round.
1: <laughs> Are you going to try to get that Cobra Commander, by the way?
0: Oh, absolutely, dude. Yeah, it's a must-purchase for me. I've seen a bunch of people getting... I don't know how they're doing it, but they're getting this figure early. I think they're ordering it direct from China because they have ins apparently. But the packaging, the figure itself, the design on it, I'm imagining it's going to be what the Pimp Destro, or I'm sorry, Profit Director Destro is going for. <laughs> on Hasbro Pulse right now is 25 bucks. I would imagine the Cobra Commander is either going to be the same or $5 more than that.
1: And Scott, for wrestling news, the only thing that really went on this past week was the top picks were shown off. There's the Fiend, which is basically Elite 77 from the SummerSlam series. It's the the only thing that's different is the way he's packaged in the packaging and the top picks packaging. So that's basically it.
0: So he comes with the lantern and the two sets or the set of hands. Yep. Oh, okay. A repackage job. All right. Got it.
1: Yep. Kofi, he has the blonde hair Smackdown title. Roman has the universal title And Drew McIntyre with hair pulled back and then a floating head that has hair in front of his face.
0: Oh, is it still bad? Oh, it's awful. Yeah, Mattel just can't get that hair in front of the face right. Whether it be Brett or Drew, it's just... Back to the drawing board on that one, I think.
1: And Scott, with a huge omission last week, I forgot to talk about the Mia Yim figure. It's a basic, but it's bad, dude. The face on it, not the best. You are so kind. Oh,
0: I am? Yes. From the neck down, solid figure. I think Mattel absolutely nailed, and as you mentioned, this is a basic, they absolutely nailed her outfit. Looks great. However, from the neck up, much like with the hair and the face sculpts that they've done, back to the drawing board on Mia Yim, please. Jeff, you've seen Total Recall, I'm going to assume.
1: Oh, yeah, of course.
0: Okay, that great 80s flick. Not the remake one. That, whatever. I'm talking about the original one from, I think, 87. Arnold Schwarzenegger was in it. If you grew up in the 80s, you've seen it a million times. Do you remember the scene where Arnold gets taken into that lockup room and the dude opens up his jacket and his shirt and that face comes out of his stomach? Yeah. The the creature's name is Quado, I think. Quato? Yes. That's what Mia Yim looks like.
1: And <laughs> that's what you're going with?
0: Yes, I saw the figure and the figure <laughs> peered into my eyes and said, open your mind. And I was fearing for my life. I threw my phone down on the ground in disgust and just prayed that Mattel would do a new Mia Yim ASAP.
1: Oh, man, I won't go that far, man. I've seen so many botches regarding their female figures. I mean, we all remember the Lana basic. We, I oh. mean, the, just look at the recent Alexa Bliss. Oh gosh. Oh gosh. So yes. I'm not going to go as far as where you are because I've seen the earlier Becky scan, you know, swishing a mouthwash, Becky and, uh, Sasha scans. I, those are horrendous. Yes. I won't, I won't put Mia Yim there. I will. <laughs> okay. But it needs to be, it needs to be fixed.
0: Oh, it absolutely needs to be fixed. Really bad. But what I will say is for those of you that collect total recall figures, this, you buy the Mia Yim figure, you bust the head off, boom, you've got a quadro for your total recall figure collection. You're welcome. (laughs) Just here to share the good ideas.
1: Wow. You went all in, dude.
0: I don't like it. I don't like it. Mia Yim is so deserving of of a better figure than what they gave her on her first go around. So fingers crossed that the Mia Yims from here on out get better.
1: That rounds out the news, Scott. Our only question this week regarding listener came in from Josh Thompson. We'll just get right into it. Hey, Jeff and Scott, JT here back with that weekly question. If the Rock and Roll Express got figures made today, what attire would you like to see them in? And what accessories would you like to see them come with? This can be for Wicked Cool Toys or Super 7. All right, I'll handle this one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is a question for Jeff this week. So they always wore these light blue and black tights that I loved. They need to come with those. Those are the ones I always loved seeing the rock and roll come out with. Or the light where it's all light blue and just has a little bit of black on it. Those ones. Uh, Accessories. Obviously, they need to come with bandanas. Yes. Bandana galores. Not on them. Not like around their head. Like around their arms, around their thighs, around their whatever...
0: Yes, around the boots, around the thighs, around the wrists. But Jeff, do you go poly Pocket style bandanas or do you go cloth?
1: Um, You go cloth so you can easily take them on and off.
0: Okay. Okay, I could actually go either way on that. You know me, I'm always, you are the same way, very partial to cloth accessories. But I could see poly Pocket working here. Depending on the look of the figure itself, I think that the Polly Pocket style bandanas could work well.
1: They need to come with NWA tag titles. Now, I know that they wouldn't be able to get the rights to do them, Super 7 or Wicked Cool Toys or Jazzwares. So they have to come up with a generic tag title that's kind of similar. If they can do a design, whichever company is doing this when I say they, if they could do a design that is similar to the NWA tag titles that Doom wore, that the Midnight Express wore, that the Steiners wore, I I would hope that they would be able to come up with something that was similar. That doesn't have to have any NWA logos on it or anything, just a design that's similar to that belt.
0: Well, if Jazzwares makes it, I wonder, okay, because Mattel can't do the NWA titles, correct? Correct. I wonder if Jazzwares could get the NWA title license.
1: Whoa. How? How?
0: I don't know. I don't know. They had—they just had Thunder Rosa on their last, their last show, and I believe she's the NWA Women's Champion. Is that correct?
1: You're correct. No, there's no way, dude. Um, I don't think the NWA would give that out. They gave out those tag titles. It was kind of a similar design to the America's Most Wanted when they came out in the TNA line. Okay. So those belts were kind of similar but i don't think that they would dude Uh, that's a far far stretch i mean it's too it's still two different companies it looks like they might be kind of working together i mean thunder rosa was just on so
0: yeah that's what i'm saying if that if that bridge was formed uh, who knows for licensing purposes but look if it's not going to be if they're not going to have that bridge built then come on nwa make figures
1: Well, that's going to be the thing is, would anyone ever want to make NWA figures? Because you would have to get the NWA license in order to do the belts. You know what I mean?
0: And they don't really have a TV deal right now. They're not even on YouTube, I don't think anymore. I don't know that they're doing shows again. Correct. So, yeah, it's, that's frustrating. But it's one of those things, Jeff, like you said, if you can at least imitate the belt, so it kind of resembles what that, I guess, mid to late 80s, early 90s tag team belt was, then that would absolutely add a lot of value to that set. Even if you put them with those jackets that they wore to the ring, I think that would add value to that set as well.
1: Yeah, you could throw those on. You mean the ones that they came back with in like early 90s? Uh, yeah. The long jean jacket? Yeah, you could throw those on there. I mean, I don't know if they were really known for those. They were more known for hitting the ring with the bandanas and a t-shirt and then ripping it off and throwing it to the girls in the crowd. And then the girls go crazy, you know? Like yes. Sh- Cause they were sharp dressed man with those t-shirts and bandanas all over them.
0: <laughs> yes. Very, very <laughs> true. But I'm thinking if you can't put the titles with them, maybe put those jackets in with them.
1: Yeah. Cause I don't even know if let's say a toy maker made a belt that was similar to the design, not exactly, but similar Would they still get hit up on a lawsuit with that? You know, that's a lot of uh, legal mumbo jumbo right there.
0: It's why we don't have a toy company, Jeff. We'd be in trouble all the time.
1: We'd be sued every two days, dude.
0: Uh, Yes. Yes, exactly. That's why we don't have a toy line.
1: Hey, 86 title, WWF title. All right, we'll make it. (laughs) Yeah,
0: they haven't made that in hell long. Let's just make it.
1: (laughs) Hey, hey guys, we got another (laughs) C&D.
0: Put it with the rest of them. Yeah, right. (laughs) It's like in those movies where they open up the glove box and a bunch of parking tickets fall out or speeding tickets. That would be us with (laughs) C&Ds.
1: Hulk Hogan. Yeah, we'll make him.
0: (laughs) Everybody's on the table. Just make it. Wait for the C&D to show up.
1: Oh, man. Okay, that's it for the listener segment. Oh, by the way, Scott, tonight is the opening night of football, and as we record, I think – Kansas city is up 24 to seven. And I'm thinking of football right now and it's football season. And the season just started tonight. And I think of the great Mongo McMichael over on WCW fame with, uh, what was his dog's name? Pepe was that? No, that wasn't Pepe.
0: Okay. Did you say the great Mongo McMichael?
1: Hey, the great, he was a former horseman. You know, that puts him up in the upper echelon.
0: So was Paul Roma, dude. Just saying
1: Paul Roma deserved to be in that echelon.
0: All right. All (laughs) right.
1: (laughs) By the way, our talk about Jordan being the greatest, and I was kind of debating with Gretzky and Jerry Rice should be up there. Yes. Somebody actually messaged us and said Muhammad Ali should be up in that four.
0: I don't disagree with that. Jordan, for me, is still the very, very tip top of that mountain. But 100% agree on Ali. Absolutely. I would even go so far as to say Tyson. But Mm. I grew up in that era and even dad was like, I've never seen anybody that dominant dude knocking fools out in like 15, 20 seconds. I mean, come on, who does that? But his star fizzled out pretty quick, but I would absolutely 100% agree with Muhammad Ali. Oh yeah. If you had to pick the greatest fighter of all time, I would definitely say Muhammad. I mean, Tyson's up there for me, but it's Muhammad Ali.
1: Tyson's reign at the top. Didn't seem to last long.
0: Well, it didn't. It really didn't. He just kind of got caught up in his own fame. And Buster Douglas just boom, killed it all. And he was never the same after that. And that's too bad. I, it, watching that guy fight in the mid to late 80s was just, oh my gosh. Like, you didn't think he was ever going to lose. You thought the guy was going to be champion forever. Like, nobody even stood a chance. They were defeated before they even stepped foot in the ring. Like, Tyson was no joke, dude. But uh, again, Japan, Buster Douglas, it all comes crashing down, and Tyson was never the same. And I'm a big, big Tyson fan, but I don't even think I could argue Tyson's case against Muhammad Ali.
1: Shout out Buster Douglas Nintendo game.
0: (laughs) Yes, exactly. Now, do you (laughs) remember, actually, that that Buster Douglas win really threw a monkey wrench into a main event that was supposed to pit Hogan against Savage? With Mike Tyson making an appearance, last minute switcheroo, they had to put Buster Douglas in that spot instead of Tyson. I do remember that. Good call. Yes, that sent shockwaves through the wrestling industry. That's how big that was. It changed up a main event.
1: (laughs) Buster Douglas, Nintendo game. Tyson's was better.
0: Oh, Tyson's Punch-Out is, you can't beat Tyson's Punch-Out, dude. I don't care what game you are. You don't beat Tyson's Punch-Out.
1: By the way, I heard Dave Meltzer gave that six stars where Buster Douglas knocked him out in Japan.
0: Well, yes, it was six stars. That is correct. Here, it would have he- gotten five. Japan, it got six.
1: <laughs> uh, I actually don't mind Meltzer, dude. He's a local boy out here. I've met him numerous times at APW. He was cool.
0: Hmm. Okay.
1: Oh, boy. All right.
0: What was that line that um, Gorilla used to use back in the day? You're a fountain of misinformation. <laughs> I think that's what he said
1: is that what you're saying about Meltzer no, no no I just that phrase just popped into my head I hey everybody has their opinion of him I met him a few times at all pro wrestling back in the day I actually enjoyed talking to him so I'm never gonna say a bad word about him I, I, I joke I, I joke about that six star thing but he was cool dude he was cool to me he's you know he always took the time to talk Roland Alexander was always <laughs> Roland was always like by Dave's side oh what'd you think of that Dave you know it was kind of funny seeing Roland but Roland was always like by Dave's side or kind of standing there seeing what Dave thought and kind of see what Dave would jot down in his notebook <laughs> how many stars did you get that one Dave <laughs> I don't even think he was doing the star thing at that time that's how old <laughs> I am
0: Anyway, Fountain of Misinformation. What?
1: <laughs> Scott, we are going to play If I Could Play Today. What do you say we jump into it? Let's get in that ring. If I could play today, when all the things I'd change. Would I just go back to the same old me? If I could play today, one all the things I'd change? change. If I could play today. Scott, we are playing If I Could Play Today. And what this is, is if we're Scott and I could go back Grab any figures of past, present, or maybe even the future. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how we do that, but we we may it happen. We go back to the future, hit 88 miles an hour. But if we sat down and we created a card and we booked our finishes and everything, that's basically if I could play today. Yes. And so, Jeff, I have eight matches on my card, and I'll be perfectly
0: honest. Everything is in scale. I did not pick any Galoob's, Remco's, Hasbro's, or LJN's.
1: So I'm going to go first.
0: Okay. And how many matches are on your card? I have six matches. Okay. Gotcha. I have eight, so go for it.
1: Okay. I went Remco because we've talked about it before. I was always vanilla. I always kept everything separate. LJN's played with the LJN's. Galoob's played with Galoob's. Hasbro played with Hasbro. You know, never ventured, never had dream matches. Didn't feel like it.
0: You really missed out on the Hasbro versus Galoob game, dude.
1: Eh, I didn't feel like I was missing much. Yeah, Hogan Sting. Who needs
0: that match? <laughs> That's just gobbledygook.
1: Right. Exactly. That's what I was thinking. So what I did is I had six matches, and they're mainly tag team from Remco. So I'm going to start out with my championship match. I am going Rick Martel versus Nick Bockwinkle. That's my heavyweight title match. Okay. Then, of course, I've got to have the Road Warriors on there, right, Scott?
0: Every card has to have the Road Warriors. Spoiler, they're on mine, too.
1: They're taking on the Fabulous Ones for the championship.
0: Very, very nice.
1: Fabulous Ones with Stan Lane, Steve Kern. And basically, the only way you could tell them apart is the suspenders that they came with.
0: Uh, Yep, one was red, one was white.
1: Now, for some reason, I need another kind of mid-tier match. And I'm taking Kurt Henning, and I'm going to put him up against... Larry Zabisco.
0: Oh, that's very interesting because Zabisco was kind of his mentor when he turned heel. Uh Correct. When Kurt Henning turned heel. When, when Henning,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. But I need a mid-tier match instead of just flooding it all tag team matches.
0: I like it. That's, that's a very, very solid one. So I'm going to assume, Jeff, that your matches are taking place in a Remco ring.
1: Oh, yeah, dude. Bring out the brown canvas with the red, white, and blue ropes. Give me that cardboard. Give it all to me.
0: Okay, and is it going to be like our Remco ring where the cardboard started to fall apart underneath and the four posts basically started to cave in and point inward?
1: No. I've got a fresh new cardboard piece of cardboard sitting in front of me.
0: (laughs) Nice. A brand new Remco ring. Okay, so not the cage version. You're not having any cage matches on your card.
1: No, although, you know what? I'm changing that up. I will throw the cage on there. I wonder if it would fit on the cardboard ring.
0: I... I don't know. We never had the the red one, the red ring that came with the cage around it. It looked like it was maybe a little bit bigger, but again, we didn't have it, so I'm not sure.
1: All right. For my next match, I'm breaking that one out.
0: Okay. The red ring with the cage.
1: And I'm throwing Doug Summers and Buddy Rose versus the Midnight Rockers in there.
0: Love that. Yes.
1: So I need a beginning match. I need something just to start the show, right? Agree. Give me Nord the Barbarian versus Boris Zukov. That mm. That's that's just something to throw in there just to kind of kick off the show, right?
0: Very, very interesting.
1: Okay, let me change that up then. How about Stan Hansen versus Nord the Barbarian? So Nord the Barbarian came with a chain with Stan Hansen being the brute he is, man. That chain's coming into play.
0: Well, oh, and I'm sure Stan Hansen's bull rope is too. That's going to be a barn burner to open up your card.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's better than Boris Zukov. He's off the show. But <laughs> wait. Wait, didn't he get in trouble for something?
0: Zuko, you're thinking Buck Zumhoff. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: Boris Zukov did nothing wrong.
1: Okay, sorry, sorry. I apologize to uh, Boris Zukov.
0: Yeah. And the other guy, we're never going to talk about him again on the show.
1: He came to the ring with a boombox. Remember that?
0: <laughs> y- yeah, screw that guy. I don't ever want to talk about him again. Okay. He was horrible. The worst.
1: Of course... Vern Gagne's son has to be on the show, correct?
0: What? Dude, of course. Yeah, probably carrying some sort of title with him.
1: Correct. So the high flyers are going on there of jumping Jim Bronzel and Greg Gagne. Okay. They are taking on gorgeous Jimmy Garvin and Steven Regal. Now, I say the name Steven Regal, and a lot of people are like, I don't remember Lord Steven Regal. Lord Steven Regal was not in AEWA. There was another gentleman named Steven Regal.
0: Yes, Steve Regal, and he was Mr. Electricity.
1: Mr. Electricity, Steve Regal. So that is my card, Scott, because you can only get so many matches out of a uh, Remcos. Only went three, four series.
0: Yep, that it did, unfortunately. And I wish it had gone many more. I wish and we've talked about this before. I wish they could have expanded into the NWA and grabbed some of those guys. Of course, we did get Ric Flair. We did get the Road Warriors, but there were so many other names that could have come into play there if they had gotten the NWA, the UWF. But alas. It just kind of fizzled out with the Matt Mania series. And by, I guess, fizzled out isn't really the right word to use, considering that was probably the best series that they had all around. And much like the way Galoob ended, kind of with an exclamation point, Remco went out the same way. That Matt Mania series is incredible with the accessories, the detail on the figures. Wish it could have gone longer, but much like Galoob, it went out with an exclamation point, and we're left kind of holding the bag of what if.
1: You know what, dude? I got to throw one more match in there. Scott Hall versus Jerry Blackwell. Okay. Just throwing that in there for fun.
0: Hey, it's your card. You are, are you going to stop there? Or are you going to just can keep throwing them in?
1: I think I'm going to stop there.
0: All right. Well, good set of matches there, Jeff. I like that you went all Remco. I absolutely adore the Remco line often overlooked when you talk about wrestling figures and really again, kind of pointing the finger at that Matt mania series. You should not sleep on Remco. So Jeff, I have eight matches on mine. And again, I am not going backwards all the way to Hasbro or Galoob or Remco or LJN. All of my stuff starts at Jack's to current day with match number one to kind of go along with your theme of tag teams, Jeff, the rockers. And by the way, I'm basically picturing myself as a kid sitting in front of my huge LJN ring But in place of the LJN ring, I'm using the WrestleMania 2 ring, Jeff, that you got me that had the blue cage around it.
1: Uh Uh-huh.
0: I've got that sitting in front of me with all of my wrestlers in tonight's show just piled inside of it. And now I've taken all those figures out and I've started to put my matches together. And the first match that I'm putting together, i am taking the Rockers Mattel Legends. And I'm putting them against Gallows and Anderson Mattel Elites. And this will be for the U.S. Tag Team Titles. That's curtain jerking.
1: So you're having the Midnight Rockers take on Gallows and Anderson.
0: Well, technically, this would not be the Midnight Rockers. This would be the Mattel Legends Rockers figures. I wish they were Midnight Rockers, but unfortunately, we haven't gotten those since Remco, so this is just the Rockers. Okay. And they're taking on Gallows and Anderson, the Mattel Elites, for the U.S. Tag Team titles. Match number two, and this is going to be a U.S. title versus Intercontinental title unification bout. We have the Mattel Legends Magnum TA against the Figures Toy Company, AJ Styles. Ooh. Next up. And see, this is why we got the question last week. Would you have different federations or would you be like everybody in the pool? And this is why I do everybody in the pool because you can kind of pull those dream matches out. That leads up to match number three, Jeff, which is a fatal four-way. Okay. The Fiend, Mattel Elite, versus The Undertaker, Decade of Dominance, versus Kane, Mattel Hall of Champions, versus Sting, Mattel Defining Moments Crow Figure.
1: Very dark match there.
0: Yes, yes. All sorts of cool accessories that can come into play on that one, from Fiend's Lantern to Sting's Bat to Kane or Undertaker's titles or urns or shovels, you name it. They can come into play. It is a fatal four-way. The Fiend versus The Undertaker versus Kane versus Sting. Next up, match number four. We are going Vader, Mattel Elite, teaming up with Bam Bam Bigelow, the Mattel then-now-forever. Also teaming up with Terry Gordy from the Jax Classic Superstars 3-pack, and rounding out the team of four, there, Jeff, Dr. Death, Steve Williams from the Classic Superstars line.
1: Holy crap. Racing.
0: Yes. Now, I have to say, this was inspired by a pick that Travis Fowler sent that kind of got the juices flowing that we should do a If I Could Play Today, where it was, I think it was a picture of Vader and Bigelow. And I was like, dude, we should totally do If I Could Play Today. That's where this team is inspired from. So, Vader, Bigelow, Terry Gordy, and Dr. Death. Versus the Road Warriors, Mattel Legends, and Demolition, Jack's Classic Superstars, Axe and Smash.
1: I can't ever see a day where LOD and Demolition would get along on a, a Survivor Series team.
0: Well, this is kind of one of those big beef matches where it's just a bunch of muscle dudes or super heavyweights that you just love seeing them throw hands. And that's where this match gets its inspiration from one of those super heavyweight matches. That's just going to be hard hitting and I'm not picking a winner that is left up to the imagination of the listeners. Match number five, we're going the Steiner brothers. And because we have not gotten really a good tag team set of Steiners, some might say from Galoob, I would say from toy biz, uh, which I will, I will dip into breakers. Favorite figures in the Toy Biz line of the Magnetic Hands? (laughs) The Grip grip and and Flips. Yes, which I will say I have a set signed hanging up on the wall, Jeff. I'm going to go not the Grip and Flips in this one, however. I'm going to take Rick Steiner's Classic Superstars figure and Scott Steiner's Ruthless Aggression figure, and they're going to be going up against Jazzware's Young Bucks for the tag team titles. Ooh, I like it. I wish I had a set of Mattels or classic superstars from Jax, but alas, maybe we will get a good set of Steiner brothers in a tag team set or individually, but reflecting their tag team run from WCW from Jazzwares in their Legends line. Fingers crossed. Match number six. Randy Macho Man Savage from the Mattel Legends series versus... Adam Cole's Mattel Elite figure in a number one contenders match.
1: That's a dream match right there.
0: Match number seven. We're getting closer to the end here. Shayna Baszler, Mattel Elite versus Trish Stratus's classic LJN Superstars figure. And that'll be for the women's title.
1: Okay. <laughs> what made you go that Trish?
0: Because uh, I, I, I love that figure. I mean, if you have to do an OCD scale for scale... I would probably go with Trish's brunette Mattel Elite figure, but I just love that classic LJN one so much, dude. It's such a cool-looking figure.
1: Why don't you have the classic LJN one managing the brunette Trish?
0: Okay, we'll do that. Good call.
1: So it's like twin magic, you know?
0: Very good. I like that. Okay, so the classic (laughs) LJN is now manager, and the brunette Mattel Elite will be the opponent for Shayna Baszler for the women's title The last one, match number eight, is a dream match, Jeff. We're going Hulk Hogan Storm. This will be the Hulk rules, red and yellow. And the Ultimate Warrior in his Mattel Elite flashback from the Royal Rumble 91 versus Seth Rollins, and this would be the Mattel Money in the Bank, and Roman Reigns' Mattel Elite 65.
1: I'm pretty sure Seth and Roman would go over in that one.
0: Well, again... It is left up to the listener's imagination on who wins those matches. And that rounds out my, if I could play today.
1: Okay, quick run back down that card and pick winners.
0: But that's up to them. I don't want to influence the listeners on this one.
1: It's left up to their imaginations. No, that's what we do. We influence everybody. We are influencers.
0: (laughs) Uh, Don't ever say that again on the show, please. (laughs) Do not like that word influencers, please. Last time I ever say it, Okay, fine. If you want, I will pick winners. Gallows and Anderson cheat to win the U.S. tag team titles. Rockers take a a loss there. Magnum TA in some of it an upset. Pins AJ Styles after a belly-to-belly and wins the combined now U.S. and Intercontinental title. Sting Crow wins the Fatal 4-Way. The Road Warriors and Demolition win because, of course, they do. Because the Road Warriors. The Young Bucks shock the Steiner Brothers and take the tag team titles. Adam Cole beats the Macho Man in a shocker. An absolute shocker. I'm going to say he cheats to win. Trish beats Shayna Baszler because I'm married to a humongous Trish Stratus fan. And the last match, yes Jeff, Roman and Seth prevail over the seemingly unbeatable team of Hulk Hogan and the Ultimate Warrior when Hogan takes the fall to a Roman Reigns spear, LOL. And there's the card. Are you happy now I picked winners?
1: Horrible booking. I'm going online and complaining about this. <laughs> that is terrible.
0: Meltzer's already given the card
1: two stars. Oh, dude, this is, that was horrible booking. I'm complaining online, dude.
0: Number one, it didn't happen in Japan. Number two, Kenny Omega wasn't even on the card.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Number
0: three, the Bucks didn't even hit a Meltzer
1: driver. <laughs> Two stars. All right. That was pretty fun, dude.
0: I like the dream matches. That's why I can never do independent federations. I need to just have an everybody in the pool, dude. Dream matches galore. That's That has to be my favorite part of collecting today. The dream matches that you look at the figures on your wall or on your shelf, wherever you might have them displayed, and you start kind of pulling dream matches out. That's my favorite part of collecting today.
1: Well, that rounds out, if I could play today, a lot of those figures that we just mentioned, not Remco's, but you can find on WrestlingToyTracker.com. Over there, you can find the prices, loose and carded, of LJNs, Hasbros, Galoobs, Just Toys Bendums, Defining Moments, and Retros. They've redone their website. It looks great. Head on over to WrestlingToyTracker.com or on Twitter at Toy underscore Tracker Scott, Eagle Moss.
0: Yes, Jeff. If you have a pop culture or WWE fan in your life and you're looking for a gift for that certain someone, look no further than Eagle Moss. You can give them a follow or a look on Twitter at HeroCollector underscore. Check out all of the cool properties that they have statues for from DC to Star Trek to Battlestar Galactica and, of course, to WWE. Jeff, we just saw the Mankind and Rock 2-pack of statues and they are incredible. They look amazing. Full color package, plastic window in front. So you can see the statue inside full color magazine on the backhand side of the package of the performer or performers inside the package. We love them. You'll love them too. Eagle Moss on Twitter at hero collector underscore.
1: Well, since you're uh sucking up to him, do you want to promote breaker and Bane?
0: I'm not sucking up to him. I'm just saying I agree with them.
1: Hey guys. My name is Scott Toon. I like Radical Skedaddle as well.
0: <laughs> hey, guys. My name is Scott Toon, and I love Radical Skedaddle as well. Is that what you wanted to hear, Jeff? Keep
1: going. Is that, going. What you wanted to
0: hear? Is that going. my sucking up to Breaker yeah. and Bane? Well, fine. I will. We look at it as a mega power situation. Their show drops on Sunday. Our show drops on Sunday. Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. Check them out. Cool topics every week from wrestling to wrestling figures to toys. You name it. They're talking about it. Pop culture. They drink sodas. They drink bangs. We love them. Breaker's got a side project of the Nintendo podcast. So give them a listen. Again, their show drops and ours does every Sunday. It's the Mega Powers Tandem. Check out Breaker and Bane.
1: Suck up. Also, watch you... <laughs> Also, hey,
0: you... what? I'm picking up your slack. Okay. That's what we <laughs> do around here. One goes down. The other one picks them up.
1: <laughs> no I'm just kidding I love Breaker and just joking around guys don't you ever throw Office quotes at me though <laughs> you really made Bane
0: shitless dude you
1: don't like Radical Skedaddle you don't like The Office well one I don't understand The Office I don't get it but the other thing I hate about The Office is they do that WWF shaky cam stuff
0: oh boy oh now god now you're bad mouth on The Office oh, oh, oh okay. my god 50% of the opinions on this show belong to Jeff <laughs>
1: <laughs> they do that shaky cam thing. The cam's like all over. Oh, I hate that show. But I do want you to check out Breaker and Bane. They're good friends over there, despite our differences of uh, certain bang flavors and TV shows. <laughs> <laughs> I love you guys. We do love them. Check out Doing the Favor. Head on over to their website, doingthefavor.com. Barry said that uh, if they ever started, a, or actually, if Eric ever started a baseball podcast, that Barry would work the phones. And basically Uh-oh. hang up on me every single time I called in. <laughs> Hi,
0: we have Jeff as a go. Oh, wait, nope, Jeff has disconnected.
1: <laughs> Would a call, anyways?
0: <laughs> he wanted to talk about picking up Adam Duvall or not picking up Adam Duvall, but he's too been soon. disconnected. Too soon, Scott. Too soon. Oh, I'm sorry. It is too soon. I apologize.
1: (laughs) Check out Doing the Favor. Also, check out their website, doingthefavor.com, where they have the SKUs over there for all the different figure lines. AEW, Decade of Dominance, Elites. Takes you over to BrickSeek and PopFinder. Check it out, doingthefavor.com. Check out their podcast as well, Doing the Favor on iTunes. Check out Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast where Steve and Eric do retro wrestling stuff. Very entertaining show. Positively pro wrestling podcast. I mentioned them before last week. Mention them again. Wrestling Cheers. Like wrestling and the show Cheers. It's a Ohio independent-based podcast. Check them out. Wrestling Cheers. It's done by Justin Summers, who does it a great job hosting the show. So check out Wrestling Cheers Podcast. Also check out RJ over at Ringside Rant. Check out our good buddies Rucker and Marty over at Boot to the Face. Check out Marco, Sheena, and Seth over at the Chick Foley Show. I mentioned it last week and still very proud of Marty and Sarah for getting the recognition they deserve over at Marty and Sarah. Love wrestling every single day. Ryan Buds does trivia with Buds. I would have a side project as well, Lucha Libre Figures and Facts, where we talk about all Lucha figures. We usually talk about one Lucha Libre guy, and then we go over all of his figures. So check out Lucha Libre Figures and Facts on the Lucha Central Network. Also, the young kid Owen Anderson over at the Wrestling Federation Fanatic Podcast where he takes a pay-per-view or something about wrestling, whether it be merchandise, video games, figures, and he gives his review of it from a young kid's eyes. So check out the Wrestling Federation Fanatic Podcast. Scott, Drunk Wrestling History.
0: Yes, guys. Give us a follow on Twitter at wrestling underscore drunk. Eddie, Adam, and myself. We talk wrestling, but we do it under the influence. Adam, is under the influence of soda. Eddie and I are under the influence of something else, which we will let you know ahead of the podcast, what we're drinking. But we give our views hammered. And we're not always accurate, but we are always drunk. The most recent episode was the Rick Steamboat and Rick Flair trilogy from 1989. If you've never seen it, go check it out. It was three shows. They did a Clash of Champions and two pay-per-views in early to mid-'89 incredible set of matches from those two as you would expect that's our most recent episode we cover all of the three matches in their trilogy again twitter at wrestling underscore drunk we've got a shirt up over at pro wrestling tees and again we're not always accurate but we are always drunk drunk wrestling history scott roll call Yes, guys, every week we started off the same. This week is going to be no exception. The great, the amazing Jason Wolf. If you need artwork, Jason is your guy. Give his new website a look, Doyle, D-O-Y-L-E, Draws.com, where you can get in touch with the man himself. He can give you quotes. You can look at some of his past artwork. You can make purchases. It is one-stop shop for everything Jason Wolf. Again, that's Doyle, D-O-Y-L-E, Draws.com. Again, Jason Wolf is the man. Give him a follow on Twitter at Jason WLF. If you need artwork, Jason is your guy. And, Jeff, we'll round it out with some figure photographers this week. Of course, the great, the incredible Sean Welch. Give him a follow on Twitter at Sean, S-E-A-N, Welch, photos. Good friend of the show, a hell of a guy, Ralphie Vibes. Give him a follow on Instagram at Elite Figure Vibes. And Vibes is V Y. B Z and Jeff all rounds it out with the great Nate. You know him, you love him, you've seen his creations on Twitter. Give him a follow on Twitter at Ring Skirts. Super entertaining, does incredible work. All three of those guys do. Give them all a follow. And Jeff, that rounds out roll call.
1: And that rounds out the show. Scott for episode 243. Anything else? I
0: am still pissed off at Taco Bell for taking away my Mexican pizza. Shame on you, Taco Bell. Shame. And shame on you, Entertainment Earth, for doing a little price bait and switch there. Not a big fan of that. Make it right. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Fig life since 2016. And happy toy hunting.
1: How many Mexican pizzas did you eat this past weekend? Five. That
0: wasn't all in one sitting. That was multiple sittings, for the record. That was multiple, multiple evenings. (sighs) I got to get them in before it goes away, dude. And here's the bad part is that they're all making them differently now. Some aren't putting enchilada sauce. Some aren't putting tomatoes. Some aren't putting either of those things. Some of them are completely crushed inside the box. It's like, man, if you're going to kill this thing off, at least let it go out with a hurrah. It's going out with a whimper. They're just like destroying the name of it now. Very upset with Taco Bell, dude. Still <laughs> can- examining my relationship with them.
1: I can tell, man. You seem to be very bitter. Is it- did you, By the way, did you sign the petition? I did sign the petition, yes. What's the petition up to? Do you know how many names are on there?
0: Last I checked, was in the neighborhood of 36, but that was last weekend. I'm sure it's gone up since then. Shannon actually posted a video of me in the drive through line waiting on my Mexican pizzas.
1: I think we ordered three that night. Yes, I actually retweeted that. That was hella funny.
0: Oh, thank you. I got quite a bit of love. And uh, if you guys have not yet signed that petition to keep the Mexican pizza in existence, I know Jordan Cassatt put on Facebook that he was not a fan. And I would like to point out that you are getting a Mexican pizza on the tail end of its career. If you had gotten one in its heyday when Taco Bell actually made it correctly, you would absolutely love it, sir. And you would be as crushed as I am that it's going away. But alas, people go get it now and they're like, what's the big deal? Well, that's because Taco Bell's kind of letting it go out without a bang. They're not making it correctly anymore and it sucks. <laughs> but I, I digress. This is not a Taco Bell podcast, folks.
1: That's our side project.
0: Exactly. Yes. <laughs>
1: By the way, happy birthday, Jordan Cassat, This past week, happy birthday, man. Happy birthday, buddy. For episode 243, hashtag Fig Life. Adios. Uh, yeah. For the Let's go. Jeff and Scott, the Tomb Brothers, busting out the ring. But we don't take it out the box, M-O-C. Happy toy hunting. We'll see you next week. We're the OGs of WFP. Fully poseable.
0: Thank you all for listening. It ain't no storyline. Real life siblings.
1: So everybody go and do your toy spotting. Hashtag fig life. Adios from the Kings.